0: Welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Corey Allen, alongside my wife, Pam.
1: Love being here.
0: Each and every week, we want to uh, walk alongside you guys in the nation as we try to walk alongside each other Mm -hmm. (laughs) with conversation starters, actions you can take, just to help enhance the connection that goes on in your marriage, the depth of connection that goes on in your marriage, the love, the fun, the vibrancy, uh, navigating through struggle. Uh, We cover it all.
1: Try to, yeah.
0: And what we want to know from you is what's going on in your world? Uh, what what questions do you have? What support are you looking for? Uh, what topics... To cover.
1: Right. Help us shape the conversation because you're the listener. We want to know what it is that's going on in your world that can be addressed.
0: And we are in relationship with you. And so mm-hmm. let us know, 214 702 9565, or feedback at net, or jump on the platform net. And there's great conversations taking place there that you can jump in, and it's a whole community of supportive people trying to just enhance what all the marriage can be. Mm -hmm. And so today coming up on today's episode on the regular version uh, is a conversation I got to have uh, with Dr. Glenn and Phyllis Hill who have a website called connection codes. And it is a whole process of how you can connect better and what they call the four minute conversation. And so what they do is just walk you through in this dialogue that I got to have with them, what, how this came about, what the point of it is, what the hope and goal of it is and even the process. And then on the extended content today, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads, you can subscribe at passionatelymarried.net forward slash Academy. Pam got a chance to listen to the regular version beforehand. Obviously she yeah, does I'm not. The I'm time. not usually
1: on the interview. <laughs> she was not
0: involved in the interview when it took place. And so, uh, We've got some of her reactions and questions, if I remember some of our pre-show conversation Yeah, we've I've had. got some
1: questions about it. I'd love to get your take to kind of fill me in on some things.
0: Okay, and then we're going to go a little bit deeper with mm-hmm. some of the things they've teed up and how this applies and how it aligns with the way I think of life mm-hmm. and marriage. And we're just going to unpack it a little bit more in a little bit of a different way that builds off of what they've set up and are doing. So all that's coming up right after this.
1: This holiday season often brings to mind the things we're thankful for. I'm thankful for Honey Love because there's nothing worse than suffering from an uncomfortable bra or shapewear. And I'm thinking, especially under layers of coats and sweaters and all of that, that drives me nuts when it's
0: uncomfortable. Well, I'm thankful for Honey Love because of how you look. (laughs)
1: Well, thanks. Honey Love has revolutionized the bra and shapewear game. Say goodbye to uncomfortable underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft you won't want to take it off. The holidays can sometimes mean long days. With my go-to bra, I don't have to worry about wearing something uncomfortable all through the season. And their shapewear uses targeted compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. You'll immediately feel and see the difference. Get yourself the gift of comfort. Plus, for this month only, Honeylove is giving up to 50% off site-wide. Visit honeylove.com forward slash passion to shop their November sale and let them know we sent you with their sur- when their survey asks. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save up to 50% off site-wide at honeylove.com passion this month only. Inventory is limited and the sale ends soon, so don't miss their best deals of the year. It's time to ditch the underwire for good, thanks to Honeylove.
0: It's a pleasure to welcome uh, Dr. Glenn and his wife, Phyllis, to the show. So thank you guys for joining us.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, Thank you, Corey, it. for
0: having us exciting. love
2: yeah. this kind of work. And so so. You guys, you,
0: from, from, from what I've learned of, of your work, um, you guys, I, I like the idea of the concept of the connection codes. And so hmm. let's, let's jump into what, what is that really?
3: Hmm. You know, the connection codes are the science-based, very research-backed, uh, just the human condition, the human experience of how to connect deeply in relationship. It's the guide, the language, the tools, which are actually coded for. That's why it's called the Connection Codes, because we are designed for that from birth. Uh, We're faith-based. We believe God designed it. But even if there is no God, it's all evolutionary. It's still the human condition. So we are born seeking connection. We are born Mm -hmm. hardwired, set up to be able to connect with people Somewhere along mm-hmm. the way, for most of us, we get really knocked off course. And uh, we, as babies, we present authentically, we present vulnerably, and then we get knocked off course. We end up reprogrammed, but we never end up recoded. We, we don't get recoded okay. ever. Uh, and so we're just trying to get people back to their original coding to reactivate this for them. And it's remarkable how well it works whenever people are actually able to implement the tools and that's the problem is that people haven't had the right tools. They don't need better intentions. Mm. And now uh, we missed with each other for decades, literally, just our marriage was, you know, just the first 10 years was brutal. Uh, and it took us a long time. We were the slow kids in the group. Uh, but as we started learning these tools, uh, again, we didn't need better intentions. That's what we always heard from marriage seminars, yeah. marriage books. Is, well, yeah. you need better intentions and you need more effort. You need to try harder. And we were like, we're trying our hardest. <laughs> we're exhausted. And we didn't marry just exactly. no, we married because we intended mm-hmm. to be connected and we got lost very very early. Uh, and now we're, mar- we marvel, we're mesmerized by uh, the power of this because we remember the pain. We remember living in yeah. disconnection and pain yeah. continuously. And now we're raising our our eyebrows continuously like, dang, this is actually real. This is happening. Uh, it's just amazing. Blows our minds.
2: <laughs> so much of this grew out of, you know, our story mm. and and uh-huh. we've been married 41 years. And as Glenn already said, you know, the first 10 were brutal, but mm. we didn't ever dream they would be like we went into our marriage, right. having that list of that checklist. We did everything that we thought was right. Yeah. And you know, had the stability of great jobs and all the things and, you know, a, a, just a deep foundation in faith and and our love for God and each other. So w- it was like we were shocked when things did not go well right, right. away. And it, it kind of, even from our honeymoon, it grew out of just pain that happened in our honeymoon. And so we were, though, committed to marriage. And so we didn't just walk away, but we stayed in this place of curiosity. like, is this really what God intended for marriage? and and just led us down the road of tons of questions and research. Glenn's the researcher. I just'm like, give me the cliff notes. I'm that person, you know. <laughs> but it's been this lifetime of searching for how people disconnect, which if you turn it around, then it's how people connect. And that has been where our tools have grown out of all of that over the years.
0: So what are some of the main ways this happens then? I mean, because you're talking about it's it's not a recoding, but it's a conditioning based on experiences because it makes sense, right? We when we're newborn and growing up, mm-hmm. we go after things because it's just innate. Yeah. Right. Well, that, that's you know, part of the power of the connection codes is it's already
3: inside of you, which is mm-hmm. beautiful. Uh, there's so many programs that are introducing new ideas, new concepts are based on a theory a philosophy, a neat idea. Somebody came up around a campfire or something, Uh, but this is actually already inside of you. You don't have to go learn Latin or memorize the periodic table to do this. It's already within you. So what we're trying to help people do is to relax into their authentic self, not learn a new plan, a new idea. It's already inside of it. And that's the reason they married is because they wanted To connect authentically. They wanted to be able to be vulnerable and safe. Uh, They just don't know how to do that. And and that's what we're all about is giving them the tools to do that.
2: Well, for, you know, for so long, we thought it was all about the logistics. Mm -hmm. If we could you know, what are the fights? Like what's, what is leading us to fight? And it's the things, Mm -hmm. you know, we kind of joke about it. I mean, comedians are great about talking about the toothpaste, you know, how you squeeze the toothpaste can create great fights. And so we, for many years thought if we just get the logistics, right. Mm -hmm. And we will then thrive. And we did work on a lot of things that did bring more peace to our marriage, but we would still have conflicts that would keep us separated just disconnection for you know hours days sometimes yeah. and for us we had this moment that happened that we call the dishwasher story it's in our book and on our master classes where one day we had a similar thing that had happened many times before i came into the kitchen ready to fix dinner thought i had to unload the dishwasher i opened it it was already unloaded glenn comes into the kitchen and i say babe thanks for unloading the dishwasher And he responded in the similar way that he had done many times before. He said, well, that's not the only thing I did today. And that response so often would lead to argument and Mm. fight. Because you
3: would logically go, I didn't say it was the only thing you did today. (laughs) I just said (laughs) thanks for the dishwasher. I'd go, well, I don't understand why you have to make such a big deal about it. It's just so silly. Uh, and we'd be off to the races. Nick was nasty. Yeah.
2: And that particular day, instead of just rolling my eyes and turning my back to him, I actually turned to him. It's like the curiosity came out of me, and I thought, I need to go deeper in this. Mm. And so for the first time, I said, what do you hear me say? What happens for you when I say thank you for the unloading the dishwasher? And sadly, it's the first time that I actually had that curiosity and went mm-hmm. towards him instead of just rolling my eyes and turning away from him. And what he said back to me was for me shocking mm. and it changed in how I viewed him and just the amount of compassion that came over me was quite large actually.
3: Yeah. And you have to understand this was over 20 years mm. into our relationship. For sure. So we had wounded each other, pick a number, you know, thousands of times, uh, some paper cuts, some deeper uh, woundings. And what we didn't realize is I happen to live with one of the most productive people on the planet. She's perpetual motion. She gets more done in an hour than most people do in a day. She happens to live with a guy who's not quite so productive. He's a lot of fun to have around, but he struggles with tasks. So what I experienced when she said, thanks for learning the dishwasher was that she was like announcing it to the universe or the internet or something like, Whoa, it's a miracle. Glenn did something useful for a change. You know, let's have a party, throw some confetti. So my response was based on what I was experiencing, and she had no idea. She's literally thinking, I just said the six words that I said, thanks for loading the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. She had no idea that was happening for me. So, And just for the record, I'm the educated one. Phyllis is the smart one. <laughs> She's the one that actually figures things out that matter. And every benchmark in our relationship was from something that she did, realized, and in that moment, and again, this is after two, more than two decades, but in that moment, she was like, what the heck? You know what we've been doing doesn't work for two decades. So you know, let me try something different. And so she wanted to know what was happening with me. The message I heard, and then I told her Mm. that, well, you know, obviously you're, you know, trying to humiliate me, make fun of me, demean me. That you know, I'm not nearly as productive as you. I'm not as good as you, et cetera, et cetera. Well, she's just like stunned. Like, wait, what? Mm. She had no idea. This had nothing to do with Phyllis, even though it looked like it was all about Phyllis. This is just what was happening inside of Glenn. But I would also say Glenn's not trying to experience that. I wasn't trying to feel put down. I wasn't trying to feel shame in that. I just did. Uh, And that was a big turning point for us that led us uh, to many years uh, of trying to uncover what happens. Uh, But that was the beginning of a big, big shift in our relationship.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The shift was realizing there's emotion under it. Mm. And that's where we were missing each other. It wasn't the logistics of the dishwasher. It was the emotion under it. And so that was such a big turning point because anytime Glenn reacted in a way that didn't quite seem normal to me, or it was confusing to me, instead of reacting to the situation, I began asking that same question, babe, what's happening with you? And vice versa. And then it was like, we started to learn just the power of yeah. that deep emotional connection. And emotion was not something that uh, we were taught. It was not it was almost like I grew up in a home where tasks were what were expected mm-hmm. and what were praised. Mm-hmm. And so at a very young age, I learned there is no space here. There's no tolerance here for emotion. And then the only emotion I ever saw in my family of origin was my brothers, who are all older than I, fighting. And so that to me was anger and that was emotion. And so that was no good. And so for me, I'm like, okay, I'm opting out. I really, I would say that so often to Glenn, I opt out. I don't do emotion. And I did not understand the science behind emotion. I did not understand that your brain houses emotion And Mm -hmm. that we were created that way and that it's the command center that we have to tune into. And, you know, as we know now, the body keeps the score. Mm. So when you don't tune into your emotion and don't in a healthy way process them and communicate them, then your body is just simply storing them. And eventually your body goes, I'm tired of storing all of this emotion. And we have a lot of other issues with our bodies Mm. because we're not connecting and tuning into each other on that level. And so we're arguing and fighting over logistics. We're defending ourselves so often, you know, like, well, I didn't, if, you know, if there's an argument of something that is said and done, it's like, we jump in and try to defend. I didn't mean to hurt you. I didn't say that. I wasn't thinking that. And then the other person feels disregarded and never feels that we understand where they're coming from. Yeah.
3: We call it the court case. You can win the court case and lose the relationship mm-hmm. and what matters is the relationship because in that situation with the dishwasher, Phyllis was correct that she did not say that I'm a loser and a failure and pathetic. She didn't say any of that. She didn't even think that, believe right. it. Right. Uh, so she could have proven in a court of law that she did not say that, didn't think it, didn't believe it, didn't feel it. And she would have won the court case, but she would have lost the relationship and instead. In that moment, she thought, you know, the relationship uh, is what matters. So a a little after that, Phyllis made me quit working, which astonishes me. A woman tells her husband, you have to stop working. I was a contractor at the time. She made me go back to school, which I was delighted to do. I love school. And that allowed me the freedom to start doing research because I knew that 24 hours before our wedding, we were excited about Happily Ever After. And 48 hours after our wedding, we were like, what the heck Mm. did we just do? We just signed a 70-year contract, and we don't even know how long 70 years is. So I I was like, I have to figure this out. This doesn't make Mm. sense. There's no way that these very intelligent people, talented, gifted, and they're idiots. They're morons. They, they something just got wrecked that they were so Mm -hmm. excited about. And of course, then we started seeing all around us, the same thing's happening for the vast majority of people around us. Nobody goes to their wedding thinking, yeah, this is going to really stink here in about six months, maybe two years It's going to be blah and just awful, but I'm signing up. Uh, Every wedding I've ever been to, they're excited about, Mm -hmm. they found Mm -hmm. the love of their life. It's (laughs) so beautiful. You know, once in a lifetime uh, relationship, and then, the, as we know, the vast majority of relationships uh, deteriorate uh, usually pretty quickly. So I just started doing research, and I started with a blank sheet of paper, and I said, I want to watch these interactions and see where she loses him, where he loses her, where do they lose each other. They're not doing this okay. on purpose. They're right. not doing it because, and, you know, we have all these labels, you know, he's a narcissist, she's bipolar. I'm like, well, wait, that's the result. Let's find mm-hmm. out what the cause uh, is. Okay. And so we kept going backwards then I started discovering uh, and, and researching a lot about emotion and realizing, oh, okay, humans connect through emotion and then realizing humans connect through core emotions. All emotions are derived from the core emotions. And then realizing again, it's a step by step by step, but realizing, oh, this is just brain chemistry. We don't vote on emotions. We don't opt. We don't plan our emotional day. Emotions actually happen to you. Uh, you're responsible for your next action. You're not responsible for, and people say all the time, they have been saying for centuries, you need to control your emotions. You can't control right. your emotions. There's no such thing. You can't right. control your behavior. I'm not allowed to go key your car because you said something where I felt hurt. I'm not allowed to burn your house down. That's my behavior. But I st- I felt hurt. I just did. And uh, Dr. Corey said something. I felt hurt. I did. And you can tell me to not feel hurt. And you can tell me to stop feeling hurt. And you can tell me to shut up about it. <laughs> but that does not change. The pain experience uh, that that I had. So when I started realizing that, I'm like, wait a minute, this is fundamental human condition. This Mm, is not optional. Uh, Then I started bringing this information home to my wife, who had built a phenomenal company and was running that. Uh, And she said, I don't have time for that. Don't bother me. I'll I'll listen to your rambling, but uh, you know that's not for me. I don't do emotions. Uh, And she said many many times, you have enough emotion for both of us, Mm -hmm. so I don't have to do emotion. And I eventually, she was a difficult uh, case study, but I eventually convinced her that (laughs) it was true.
2: Well, and one of the tools that we have that we love to share is what we call the core emotion wheel. And it all goes back because for many of us, it's like, okay, okay. So you're saying it's emotion. It's not the logistics. So how in the heck do we not Mm -hmm. weaponize emotion? How Mm -hmm. do we communicate in a healthy way? And the core emotion wheel, it's a four minute exercise. So two minutes each and for many of us we can agree with you know the research that's now coming out all the time about emotion but it still goes okay how can i do this in a reasonable amount of time and that's right. where it all started for us because i'm like i don't have time give me cliff notes whatever you do it's got to be fast for me so the the 4 minute tool is powerful in in for yourself to tune in so for me to ask myself what's happening mm. with me and to look at all eight of the emotions. So we have a part of our brain. There's five regions. We break one of the pain region into three, which is sad, uh, hurt, and lonely because mm. they fire so differently on a brain scan. And then the the disgust region is guilt and shame. And they look different as well and just personal interaction. And so you get just eight core emotions. And what's beautiful about that is it works mm. in any language. Right. Because mm-hmm. in any language, people understand the word fear and the word anger. And, you know, there's there's a few notes of there's secondary anger and primary mm-hmm. anger. And so t- learning mm-hmm. about each emotion is really helpful. Yeah. But part of it is just starting the journey of being able to identify what is happening with you every day. This is mm-hmm. an exercise we encourage all couples to do yeah. every day. because. Mm-hmm. Four minutes, you've got it. You've got four minutes to connect on that really deep level. We so often, right, in married life, especially if you have children, simply do through logistics. Where are you going? Here's where I'm going. Here's where the kids need to go. But when you get to this one tool, you're really deeply diving into the day that you've had. And that is super powerful. So we want to make sure before we run out of time today with you, uh, Dr. Corey, that we have time to demonstrate. Sure. This tool. So, I don't know if this is the moment that, that no, you want that, to into uh, you've that.
0: Teed it, you've teed it up well. So yes, yeah. And uh, mention the download because yeah,
2: we actually so have noise. a free download for your listeners, uh, which also tells the rules and mm-hmm. another video and instructions on how to use it. So um, simply go to connectioncodes.co forward slash passionately married and you will get that, um, free download. Perfect. So we'll
0: have that, I'll have that in the show notes. So if you yeah. missed it, yeah, you come back awesome. to
2: it. I love that.
0: So, so Dr- walk me through mm-hmm. this real quick, the, the, the eight. So that way if anybody's missed, okay. um, what are, what are the eight? Yeah. I mentioned the five regions of the brain.
3: Again, this is just science. It's mm-hmm. uh, anger, fear, pleasure, uh, disgust and pain. And then we divide pain into hurt, sad, lonely. We divide disgust into guilt and shame. So anger, fear, guilt, hurt, lonely, sad, shame, and joy. That was the one I missed.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so frame it then for the people that are listening and watching, uh, is this something you guys have, have come up with that you recognize there's, there's just tremendous benefit of carving out the time to do this because mm-hmm. that's what creates the foundation repetitively right. of now I kind of know where you are. And it, yeah, so it's, it's an intentional, Hey, we haven't checked in. We haven't touched, we haven't done this connection yet today. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the other problem is that
3: people's emotional muscle has atrophied so much. They don't mm-hmm. even recognize Uh, the core emotions. If you had said to me 30 years ago, Glenn, how much shame do you feel? I'd be like, none. I'm like, i great. I'm awesome. Mm. I was drowning in shame and I had no idea that this was strangling me every minute of every day. So now I recognize it. I'm literally able to process it in five seconds, 10 seconds, 15 seconds, which stuns me that this is even Mm -hmm. a thing. I didn't know that was possible, but that is the human condition. Research now tells us that humans don't experience an emotion for more than 19 seconds if it's not reactivated. That again, we could talk Mm. for 45 minutes about that research, but that is phenomenal to think wait, we're 19 Mm -hmm. seconds from changing the world. We're 19 (laughs) seconds from (laughs) helping these two who are lost from each other to find each other. 19 seconds, not a weekend retreat. Right. 19, it blows my mind. Uh, And it's actually quite true and accurate when people get good at this. So we're just helping them to exercise their emotional muscles so that they become tuned in uh, and then they're able, because that's what we do at birth. We just convey authentically all the time, three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. We don't care. We're authentic. We're vulnerable mm-hmm. all the time. Well, there's no birthday where that's supposed to change. Uh, where That's the human condition. That's the human coding. That's how we're supposed to always operate.
2: And, you know, just like in sharing the wheel just now, like I had a lot of sadness yesterday because my nephew uh, passed away from cancer. And so when his birthdays come around, I'm, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's that day, right? It's the day. Mm-hmm. But th- if I don't share that with Glenn, right. then I may just be off all day. Mm-hmm. And if I don't even tune into that for myself, yeah. then I'm not even aware of why I'm off and mm-hmm. irritable and mm-hmm. may snap at him or be like, you know, the... the the, he shared the hurt that he felt yesterday with me. Well, if I'm not in tune with what's happening with me, yeah. then I'm kind of in a fog. And then he thinks it's all him. Yeah. Yep. And that's how an argument can start. Right. And it's like, wow, we're arguing over something so mm-hmm. trivial, but really there's so much else under it. And so a tool like this is just a place to start. It's where you can learn mm-hmm. to tune into yourself. What is happening with me? Mm-hmm. And and also communicate it without it feeling like, without it being a weapon, it's like, oh, we're just going to start our day communicating like this. We're going to end our day communicating like this. Mm -hmm. And it is so powerful of a tool that also is incredible with your children. And as a family, you go, wow, now we really, because, you know, your kids get off the bus and you're like, how was your day? Oh, great. You know, But when you go, well, let's talk about this and you bring the wheel out, all of a sudden you hear the moments they were lonely and the moments they were sad and maybe hurt by what someone said things that they might not get to in the sharing because we so often just talk about the logistics, you know, how hot it was or how crowded mm. the bus was. And so we don't get down to what is really the core, which is what's firing yeah. in our brain.
3: Yeah. And part of the power, Corey, is that, you know, you say carve out the time connection say We brush our teeth every day. We do the core emotion wheel every day. It takes four stinking <laughs> minutes and you'll know, you get it down to two and a half, three minutes total for two people. So we brush our teeth every day. You, you just brush your teeth. I said that one time and a guy goes, you brush your teeth every day? And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> we have another discussion there. But anyway. Yeah, we, um,
0: we, need to, we need to meet via
3: Zoom from here on out, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's just something you get in the habit of doing. And so now literally, I mean, the connection goes to spread over 60 nations now. So now there are people all over the world that that's just how they Function. they brush their teeth every day they do the core motion well every
0: day. so what it, because that obviously that's one of those things that I think everybody when they hear this they're gonna immediately go oh I can totally see the profoundness and the power mm-hmm. of this but inevitably our human condition also <laughs> dictates I don't always do the things I know that are good for me <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I don't always do the things yeah. that I know will help my marriage you know because it's that mm-hmm. idea of well no th- I need them to lead it I need that so I'm curious what do you guys keep coming across? That make it to where, like you alluded to, the 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 client that just kind of finally after two years came right. on board. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is what are the things that we so often just yeah, you hear this all the time, and then yeah, that's, it's just to add that to the list of here's why mm-hmm. I'm I know yeah. it's good, but I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I love that you brought because we were actually talking about this in the car just earlier after he saw this client because I get it. I'm a struggler. Mm-hmm. Like I know that it's best if I walk every day outside get fresh air. It's really like, I know that, but I struggle with making that happen where Mm -hmm. Glenn is the kind of guy he commits, he's five miles a day kind of guy. He never misses a day. So there are people who just take to something. But what I said to him about this is it saved my life. It saved our marriage and it's a four minute tool. And Mm -hmm. once I saw that because, you know, fighting lasts hours sometimes Mm. It Mm -hmm. dysregulates your nervous system sometimes for days. And so when you go, wait a minute, this is, this is four minutes. Like you go, it's more important than anything I do today Mm. is to connect with you for four minutes. Because the option, the other options Mm. that we go to in our relationships are so destructive and, Mm -hmm. you know, that's so much why people end up even in your office, you know, Dr. Mm-hmm. Corey, just because it's like you get to a place where you're like, mm-hmm. I can't even, we're so wounded by each other, yeah. we got to get outside help. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, okay, guys, let's start this much earlier. Even even in teaching your children how to identify their emotion mm-hmm. and how to communicate that yeah. Without it weaponizing and you go, wow, if we can teach this to our kids, Mm -hmm. then they're going to be that next generation that actually are healthier than we ever have been.
3: Yeah, And we Mm -hmm. encourage people. People say, oh, I don't have time to to do this. You don't have time to not Mm. do this. Phyllis and I wasted so much time. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're talking about hours, days, weeks being disconnected. And the research says people are operating on an average about a 36% capacity. That's about a third. And I don't believe in a hundred percent. Nobody's living hundred percent all the time. But if we could get people up to 70, 75, 80, 85, 90% of their capacity, oh my right. goodness. Everything changes. Literally and most couples we work with will double their income within about a year and a half. Because the power that I experience when I'm connected with this woman, mm-hmm. I can do anything. I can achieve my goals. I can be successful. If I'm disconnected from her, just shoot me. I don't even care anymore. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. And literally, it's one thirty in the afternoon. I'm like, well, I've got nothing done today. And that's because I'm so consumed with the pain that I mm. experienced with her. Not because I'm bad. I'm just human. That's what happens. It's the mm-hmm. same. It's the equivalent of if I got stabbed in the gut with an ice pick, what am I going to focus on? Oh, the things I need to get done today. No, I'm not. And the brain right. doesn't distinguish physical pain from emotional pain. So if Dr. Corey stabs me in the gut with an ice pick and goes, okay, Glenn, get productive. I'm like, what do you mean get productive? You just stab me in the stomach with right. an ice pick. He's like, oh, don't worry about that. Come on, be productive. I can't. I'm so overwhelmed with the pain, with the bleeding. Yeah. and Most people, certainly in their marriages and, and in their families and most of their relationships are bleeding out, and mm-hmm. we're expecting them to be productive, and they're operating
0: at about a third of what they're actually capable of. Right. And so so then you're talking about also the importance of people recognizing this is not only imperative for my relationship, it's imperative for myself because yes. you just alluded to yeah. it as well, of Absolutely. the idea of how often do we actually step back and take wow. stock of what's really going on with me. Yeah. What mm-hmm. what do I really experience? Because my work has always been coming across the idea that anger is just a covering emotion. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot more going on in there. So I like mm-hmm. the way these are broken down mm-hmm. to where I got to do some serious work to make it look at okay, where am I lonely? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the human condition too. Right? There's loneliness built in there. If you've got, if you got a biblical worldview, Adam was yeah. lonely. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's pre-fall. <laughs> so hello. That's going to be something we all experience. But then fear, you know, all those components, mm. I think, are important to look at. How am I taking stock of me? Because, I mean, I'm guilty of this, too. I spend an inordinate amount of time distracting myself from myself.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: And, yeah. and so a lot of times I need I need the, the important moves of how do I become more aware of my presence? Because that's what's impacting those around me, particularly yeah. those I care about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Wow. That's really good.
0: Okay. So how do people find you? What let's kind of, you, you mentioned it already on the link that'll get you, get you the information on the, Mm. the wheel.
2: Absolutely. Well, and you know, the connection is our website. Uh, we have a book, we have master classes. We, you know, love for people to download the wheel for free and then get the, uh, the instructions of how to use it in the videos. There's other free videos. We have a podcast, lots of great free information out there that we, we want to share. And, you know, mm-hmm. this is such a big. Life changer for us, mm-hmm. and we want that. And it's the simple, it's the simple way to understand emotion. And of course, our master classes break it down tremendously and how uh, to really de- kind of go deeper into all the things and all the tools and how to really be good listeners. That's a mm-hmm. whole nother topic, you know. If, and then then we so quickly want to fix other, you know, that we want to fix the other. We want to defend ourselves. We want to explain ourselves. And so to learn to what we call the ooh, the power of the ooh, is just be an audible listener. Mm -hmm. And uh, that works incredibly with your spouse, with your children, with your friends, your coworkers. And it's like, wow, that's a pretty simple thing to learn. But Most of us were never taught that. And so we miss that. And, you know, the power of all of this, that especially if you're faith based, is to realize God created us this Mm. way. It's, it's a, I always love to think of it as it's his text messages to us, (laughs) is these emotions. And we need to be tuning in and we can swipe, we can just delete. But if we tune in, it's the way God created our bodies to be. And that's how we cl- clear out our limbic system. We're healthier. We are more, uh, we're happier. We're more at peace. We, you know, we love better. All those things when we are able to tune in to what is happening with us. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's so good. Well, thank you guys so much for mm-hmm. the work and, and just the, the, the backing of it. I'm, all, I'm in favor of what is in line with who we are and how we're made because there's mm. no sense trying to go against yeah. the operating system. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. creates yeah. all kinds of other issues. So uh, it, this has been fun. So thank you so much, guys. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank thanks, thanks
2: for having us.
0: So as we wrap up, if you like what we're doing here with the shows, we like want you to jump on Apple podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, however you listen and leave a review, a comment, rate and review the show. Uh, that helps spread the word. And it helps other people frame their conversations and actions and learn how to connect better, just like today's episode, like what we've been talking about all Mm -hmm. the way through. Also, any questions you got, 214-702-9565 or feedback at passionatelymarried.net. There's transcripts available on each of the episode's pages. And a particular note for this episode, head to the episode's page at passionatelymarried.net and you can find the links to the codes in the in the four minute exercise that they've we've been talking about all the way through today. Uh, so there's a direct access to it. So be sure to check that out because it can be beneficial and hopefully will bless your marriage and your life as well when you use it regularly like they encourage. So if we left something undone, let us know. And however you took some time out of your day to spend it with us. Thanks. And we'll see you next time.